0: You can't have it all. Yeah. You can't, and 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 I'm not speaking to the fact that you can't have a good family, yeah. a good internal yeah, life, yeah. and That's healthy finances, mm-hmm. and you know managing. You absolutely can have that, yeah. but but the issue is that can you have that without pain? Yeah. No, you can't no, have it all. Can. can you have that without effort, without losing sleep, without, without sacrifice? I mean, sacrifice. You nope. something has to give. Something has to give. And so, so I think that this this topic is is actually pretty crucial. Yeah.
1: Ah. Ah. <laughs> yes. So we. <laughs> So my name is Eddie Archer. And my name is Nteboreng Archer.
0: And we want to welcome you to Defying Self Podcast. Yep. So I'll I'll let you introduce this week's
1: talk. Yeah, so, you know, sometimes like, well, not random, but, you know, stuff will come to my mind and then we end up having conversations and they'll have a conversation. You're like, oh, wait, actually, this might be a great conversation to record for the podcast. So the statement that came to my mind was, no, you cannot have it all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no but i want it But yeah. i want it yeah. no
1: you cannot have it all all right and for me i was like wait this is actually really an important conversation right mm-hmm. never mind to have with other people but i'm like this is a conversation that a person has to have with themselves and it's an important conversation because one we are, we live in a society at least for me i feel like this notion of you can have it all is something that i have in the back of my mind it's just like, I think specifically in the U.S. as well, you tend to have the narrative um, that says, oh, yeah, you can be anything you want. Uh-oh. Right? So yeah. for me, it almost feels like the same kind of thing. Sure. And it's not to say, well, you can't be anything that you want. Mm-hmm. But there's, a, there's an element in there that I personally feel needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Right? You can have everything you want. Or no, you can't. Right. Right. I mean like one, there's only twenty four hours in a day. Mm-hmm. So like you know, like I and I mean I, I should know because I tend to be super ambitious about oh. stuff. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. I'll have twenty four hours and then I'll have like a long list of things to do. Mm-hmm. But of course reality is is gonna be me on a couch, mm-hmm. you know, thinking I'm about to write an email mm-hmm. and then the kids have just been put down to sleep. And then I I, I fall asleep right. in five minutes. Right. Alright? Right, and then it's my I've attempt been there. And, to- and
0: and let's add to that. Oh, babe, let's watch a movie that you're literally gonna last the five, five minutes. minutes. <laughs> well, no, let me say that I think that this topic is also fitting specifically early on in this podcast because in this podcast, we're 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 speaking to the people that want it all. We're speaking yeah. to the people that want healthy families, that want healthy finances, that want a a balanced internal life, right? Um, uh, that wants that want to live this this like whole balanced life, uh. But it's it's important that it starts off with the messaging that. You can't have it all. Yeah. You can't. And 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 I'm not speaking to the fact that you can't have a good family, yeah. a good internal yeah. life and That's healthy finances mm-hmm. and you know managing. You absolutely can have that. Yeah. But but the issue is that can you have that without pain? Yeah. No, you can't no, have it you all. Can. can you have that without effort without losing sleep without Without sacrifice i mean sacrifice you something has to give something has to give and so so i think that this this topic is is actually pretty crucial yeah
1: so i think that's what it is right that it's not we're not saying that you cannot have a balanced life we believe that that's absolutely attainable right but i think what it is is that it talks we are specifically talking about that thing inside of ourselves that's very much hollywood Mm-hmm. where it's that it's not even just a matter of, oh, okay, you know, I want to be financially comfortable. It's like, okay, I want to become a millionaire. And I, we're not saying that there's anything wrong with that. But as you want to become a millionaire, you want to have the hottest body, you want to have five kids, you want to have maids, you want to have, you know, all of these things. And it's like, well, but the thing though is, oftentimes, it's like if we're to be honest with ourselves and perhaps even look at people that we know that have some of the stuff that are, let's see, that we want it's like well take a step back and maybe gaze into their families and look at their kids are their kids content or is this person just a high-powered executive who's doing really well career-wise but has a family that's in shambles Mm -hmm. right or even in churches right because sometimes you come across this thing where you know people have like these huge successful ministries you look into their families Mm -hmm. and then their families are also broken down. So it's almost like it's a pandemic that exists everywhere. It's not like just a church thing or Hollywood thing. It's a human nature thing because I think invariably as people, we can have a tendency to be greedy, Mm -hmm. right? It's like we can look at our two boys and you realize that we really are born with this thing that doesn't necessarily want to share and just wants to almost amass everything unto itself, Mm -hmm. right? I want the toy, I want the that and I want this. But we're saying that, well, If we sort of continue to carry that thing inside of our hearts where we just have this perception that we can have it all, I feel like we end up robbing ourselves of making better decisions, you know, i.e., realizing that no, you cannot have it all. So, given that I cannot have it all, what are the things that are priority then for me? Right. Because something has got to give, Mm -hmm. right? So, if I can't have all these 10 things, what are the three things? That I need to make sure that i i I, I want to have at the end of the day,
0: yeah, and I agree I think I think one of the things that we have to zero in as as individuals is we have to first actually call out the things that are you know kind of what we call dream spasms, yeah, you know those things that are just you is just based in it comes out of your own immaturity, it comes out of this place that you're your parent didn't buy you that that bicycle when you're six years old so now now you want the bicycle you want the motorcycle and the bugatti and (laughs) so i think i think it's important that that one we're able to kind of just skim out and shape and, and just identify what are the things that are just me that that have nothing to do with with my with my call right um but also with my legacy so then so so that's one but here's the other step now that the call and legacy you actually drilling into what am i built for right when when you can start living life um from a space of of like just call not i'm not even talking about passion yeah i'm not talking about the things that excite you right because that's temporary that's going to fizzle out when challenges come or when you start realizing that passion comes with other parts that you're not passionate about,
1: or even if it may not fizzle out, because you know some passions may be long lasting, but I think either way though, passion it, is not, not necessarily going to yeah uh, right. no I mean I'm saying some passion can be sustainable, like it can be a lot, lifelong passion you know that I will still have even when life is hard. but I think though the point that you're trying to make is that call and God's purpose is what is primary yeah
0: and you know let me make that even clearer as far as what i mean with passion what i mean is the emotional aspect of something that i enjoy okay right it's not we have to distance ourselves from doing something because i enjoy it you know and it it feels good we have to actually see the principle behind it we have to see the actual like law the, the the thing that stands on its own which is Having a strong family, having raising my boys, being yeah. a present man in my boys' life, I enjoy my boys. Like I love them. I we have fun, and we also have really hard times too. But the issue, the thing that makes me show up is the principle of them needing a present father to be stable men. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's that's the call thing, and of course that goes hand in hand with the legacy thing, which is which is the internal conversation you have that says um, after. W- what is God building well after I die? Yeah. Well after I'm gone from this yes. earth, what's the structure that God can look at and say, well, that is the in, in the ways of Eddie Archer, you know, that, that, that comes from him. Um. So, so that it, it allows you to live in a place that's not just um temporary. It's not just immediate, right? It allows you to live in a place mentally that is, that is historical, right? That is, Um, bigger than your today, bigger than your today's pain. Um, You have to live with a perspective that that says, look, I am doing this small thing today because I know what it brings 10 years from now, 20 years from now.
1: Yeah. And I think, so the the statement for me is a call to become more intentional, Mm -hmm. right? Because if you continue to live under some self-deception, that you can have it all. The thing is that what that does is that it robs us of the opportunity to make better choices right. and to become intentional. Because the minute somebody says, well, sorry, you can't have all 10 things. Or, fine, you can have all 10 things, but guess what? You can only have like subgrade version of the 10 things. Mm-hmm. Or you can have, of the 10, you can have like an excellent, amazing one thing, and then all the other nine are just going to be, hmm you know, mm-hmm. very subgrade, mm-hmm. right? Um, so now it's like if you can recognize the fact that, you know what, I want quality. I don't want just 10, but I want quality. Mm-hmm. So then being able to admit that to yourself allows you the opportunity now to say, you know what, out of my list of 10, honestly, the three are the ones that I cannot live without. Yes. The three are the ones that when I die one day, I want to be able to say, of the ten, those three I achieved well. Right, right. So for me as a person, is that one I need to, I want to make sure that I've answered God's call for my life. Uh-huh. Right, and the other thing that's very important for me is that I want to make sure that I'm building a strong marriage. Correct. That's like one of my top priorities, and I want to make sure that I'm building a strong family. You know, I want to make sure that my boys, I'm giving them the best of myself, that I'm doing for them what God has called me to do. Right. Like those for me are some of the most important things. And I actually remember that I had a conversation with my boss and we're having, he asked me the same question. And I pretty much gave him that, that answer. And he's like, oh, wait, the thing that you're missing from that list is your health. Because mm. remember, right. you cannot achieve any of these things if you're not in good health. true. And I was like, man, I didn't really think of that, but that is actually an excellent point, Mm -hmm. you know, because we may want successful careers, I may want to be a great mother, a great wife, but you know, the moments when you're really sick, you actually, it's very difficult to do all those things. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, the days when you're sick and you have children, it's like, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. this is going to be really, really difficult. Um, So, so health is, you know, one of those things. So it's like, what are the things if, You know, somebody tells you you cannot have it all. What are the things that you want? What are the things that you are not willing to forego? Right, right. Not even for a million dollars. Not even for five million dollars. Like, what are those things? So for me, the question helps us to become intentional. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And then actually, I was talking to a friend of mine who said this. um, And this story has, like, stood out for me. So so she was talking about, you know, a couple that she knows. And she was saying that this lady has a kids and the job that she's currently working on is, you know, so maybe they say it's mid-level, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's not super demanding. What the job does is that it allows her to be able to pick up her kids and drop them off as a, at a certain time, you know, because the work is not very demanding. And she was saying to me that this lady went to the boss and say, hey boss, I know I've been with this company a while. I know I'm doing my job well. And I know that there may be a uh, desire to promote me. Mm-hmm. And she said, "No, I don't want to be promoted." Yeah. And the reason she didn't want to be promoted is that she did not want to lose the flexibility sure. to be able to be there for her family. Sure. And for me, I'm like, "That's amazing that that for me is an individual who's very intentional." Yeah. And she was kind of like saying that in their marriage. So the I think it was the husband in this case. So they kind of like made a decision that in our marriage, you can be the, the parent, You know, the 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 the, the spouse who. Yeah, can have the high paying job that's a bit more demanding. And in my case, to balance each other out, I'll be the one who has a less demanding job so that I can fill in the gap. So that ultimately, as a family, we be able to sort of build in a strong way. Sure, You know, so for me, I, I heard that and it further clarified the same desire that I had in my mind. Whereas when I was younger, if you had asked me, oh, absolutely. You know, I just wanted, you know, all the big stuff. But back then I didn't realize the cost of those things. Right, right. And the cost of those things when you come to those things without deliberate choice. Because there's nothing wrong. You know, we need CEOs. We need rich people. There's nothing wrong. Those things are Mm -hmm. needed. But I think what it is, is that you don't want to be that rich person who dies and your life is broken. And you have no family. Like that's sad, right? Um, or you also, you know, you know what I mean? Like you you want, to, you want to make sure that we are making very intentional decisions. Of course. So for me now, what it did, like just hearing that story and even my own journey is that it cured me because all of a sudden I started realizing the things that are more important to me. So it cured me of what, you know, the dream spasms mm-hmm. that you mentioned. It cured me of that because I realized that, well, actually in my case, I want to be home early. Because I want to be there when we eat dinner and I also want to be there to read storybooks for my kids. Correct. I don't want to be stuck in the office. Yeah. Like, that's me. So knowing that I can't have it all mm-hmm. helped me make a choice of, okay, well, what then do you want to have? And what then are you going to do mm-hmm. to help you attain the things that you do want to have? Correct. Versus living in this yeah. realm where you think you can have it all. Yeah. You know, you know so you can.
0: One of the main... Um, highlights for me in this conversation that's coming out is being intentional is the deliberateness of living life so the only reason we have dream spasms is because we're sleeping Mm -hmm. right and we give ourselves permission to try to to try to drift through to look at oh yes a bugatti you know oh yes the million dollar thing that's out there the the big business you know we we allow ourselves to kind of put our minds and our emotions and our dreams there um, but there's no intentionality that goes behind it. Mm-hmm. And and the issue that we're really saying is like we have to be we have to be kind of uh, de- cutthroat, like severe about what we choose to be deliberate yes. about and the things that we will are willing to let go f- uh, to sacrifice mm-hmm. for the things that we're willing to be deliberate about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we're only human. We only have a certain amount of years on this earth. Yeah. We have to be deliberate about moving towards the things that actually matter, the things that actually mean something, you know, in our human existence, in our, in our moment here. Because we have a legacy we're, we're pouring into, but our lives have meaning. And not just our lives, but the lives of the people that are connected to us, our kids, our marriage, our friendship, our, our um, uh, I mean, all those things are important yeah and we have to be deliberate and um again i'm trying to think of another word besides cutthroat but it's like this severity Mm -hmm. behind it that says hey i'm doing this and nothing is going to get in my way and i'm not going to go to sleep on the fact that fill in the blank i'm not going to go to sleep on the fact that my boys will have a present father
1: yes i'm not going to go to sleep
0: on the fact that my marriage has to be strong yeah you know, I'm not going to go to sleep on the fact that I'm going to go out there and ride my bike. Yes, you know, and get my my body to a place of mm-hmm. health. So I think, I think, I mean, again, that's definitely a recurring theme. Yeah. for me.
1: Yeah, so I think that's what happens, right? Because the minute you're able to identify that, okay, well, these seven things are, are secondary; they're not that important. These three, th- th- these three things are. Like you're saying, what it gives you the opportunity to do now is now to become intentional about now investing in the three things, right? Because it's not just that thing of, oh, okay, well, I have these three things, but then you still do nothing about it. Because then, well, <laughs> there's there's no difference between the fact that I just identified three things and the person who is still holding on to their 10 things, right? So like we say, like, so there's always going to be a need for effort. And with asking yourself that question, it's just the first step to say, you know what, let me stop, Um you know let me stop like you know living in this i guess dream and this uh, haze and this deception that i can have everything all right i can't all right so let me identify the things that i do want but then further let me begin to invest mm-hmm. myself into those things that i want right. to make sure that they, they you know those things can grow and become right. what i what i want them to be right and i think the thing for me also is we have to challenge ourselves because sometimes i think we're not really aware of some of the beliefs that we hold inside of our heads about stuff. Mm -hmm. So for me, this exercise is that, okay, well, so what are some of the misconceptions that I have? So inside of my list of 10, right? Because now you're going to probably have to start weighing things, Mm -hmm. right? And really asking yourself hard questions. Yes. You know, about stuff, about item nine to eight, Mm -hmm. you know, about career, um, you know, to you know, family to kids. And as I said, so the one thing that I do believe was that we all are called to different things. Yeah. And there's no one shape that fits all. Yes. Definitely not. And I mean, the thing that I actually remembered was when I was on maternity leave. uh, And I mean, I don't know if other (laughs) mothers would have felt this. When I was on maternity leave, I really didn't want to go back to work. I wanted to stay home and be with my child and just be with my child. And unfortunately, financially, we couldn't afford that. But I remember, though, because I was looking around and I realized that a couple of people that I knew were stay-at-home mothers and all of that. So I think that in itself sort of like made it easy for me to also... I mean, apart from like maternal instinct, but I think my environment and what I was seeing also added to me desiring to also have the same thing. Mm -hmm. Right? It pulled me there. But then I realized that, well, okay it's not it's financially it doesn't work out for you but the thing that i remember most about that moment was that remember we are all called for different things don't try fit yourself into other people's shoes right they're stay-at-home mothers and that is like probably one of the hardest jobs around here mm-hmm. it, it really is right i mean as you know like hanging around with kids is a lot more work than going to work on monday is almost feels like the break Correct, correct, yeah. Because those one hour, two hours when our boys are awake are somewhat like the most intense. Yeah. That like by the time you get into the car, that's like your breather moment. It's like, yeah. oh my goodness, I feel like I just fought a war. And now I'm catching yeah. a breath as I'm driving to my work. My vacation is right? on Mondays
0: because <laughs> the weekends are like, yeah,
1: they're hectic. <laughs> so, so here, it's not, so I'm not even saying that one thing is more meaningful than others, you right. know, because uh, you know, staying at home is very demanding. Sure. Uh, and, you know, it's not even something that I take for granted. But I think for me is that in the midst of determining what the priorities are, mm-hmm. we have to also be very careful that we're not modeling ourselves after other people. But we understand what God demands of us. Right. Right. So one, in my case, my circumstances didn't allow me. But it also dawned on me that, uh, well, no, this, you're not going to do this. um, And you have to. You know, find joy in the fact that, well, in your case, you're going to have to go home. Mm -hmm. I mean, so you're going to have to go to work and be okay with that. Because me going to work does not mean all of a sudden I'm degrading my family from being position one to being position five. Yeah. Right. Yes, I spend most of my time at work, but my intentionality is towards my family. Mm Mm-hmm even though I get to only spend four hours in a whole day with my family, my intentionality is towards my family. Correct. You know, so it's like, it's not even like a quantity thing because sometimes Mm -hmm. you could feel like, oh my, I'm only able to spend two hours, but I'm spending 10 here. So does the 10 hours mean that this thing is more important than that? No, it's not. It's just like life. Life Uh just demands that we go to work and spend more time here. But our intentionality is that, well, guess what? I'm going to spend two hours, but those hours are going to be so meaningful. Because this thing right here is the thing that I'm trying to build. Uh More than that other thing there. That's what I'm trying to build this. My kids are my priority. Even though I have restricted time with them. But I'm going to make sure that when I spend time with them, you know, it's going to count. Correct. It's going to be quality time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, as we're, as we're, you know, talking about defying self in this podcast and, and we're, we're putting some context behind that, I think one of the things that's important is the realization that what we're defying are the barriers that stop us from having personal transformation. The barriers that stop us from uh, having healthy families, yeah. having healthy finances, um, and and a strong faith. I mean, we want to defi- we want to defy those things about us that stops those things from happening. Yeah, you know, um, and and quite frankly, family, faith, finances, and and personal life are the key arenas. Yeah. Those are the key battlegrounds that that define. Um, that define who you are, right? That define that 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 um kind of back up or affirm uh uh what you're made of, you know. So 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 important that we can stand in those arenas and stand strong, you know. Uh, and it, because it's it's almost as if that is success. Mm-hmm. That is that is a thing that we're actually reaching for. Being able to have strong faith, have a strong family, have good finances, and be able to journey in my personal
1: life yeah. you know and i mean i think the thing though like with the good finances because i get it, I, it's not an issue of oh well we all are going to be millionaires and have like money because even like that has to be defined right. and the thing that comes into my mind is that you have to understand what success means for you correct right because sometimes i feel like we end up in the wrong place because we're putting the wrong requirements upon ourselves right right because if somebody hears well you know strong finances I think we automatically feel like, well, I guess I need to not have dead and blah, blah, blah. But I think that's not necessarily the point because it that's also depends point. where you're starting. Correct. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. some of us, you're starting way back. Correct. Where Correct. you could not, your parents could not pay a thing for you. Right. So you're starting, like in your case, you are starting with like a lot of student loan debt. Sure, sure, sure. You know, so where you're starting is going to be very different to somebody who is maybe starting with a... A condo, mm-hmm. you know, or yeah. a car to their names, you yeah. know. So, all of the, so I think for me, so, so I think as part of this conversation is that the individual, you have to then define like what is success? Correct. Like what is God saying is success for you? Mm-hmm. Because success for me might just be, yeah, well, I started with a million dollars dead, but I'm going to work my way to, to in, in 40 years' time and will only have 20,000. Mm -hmm. That's success because guess what you just achieved, you know what I mean? Like you just improved. So success is like that thing of Of like taking small steps towards improvement, Yeah, right?
0: Yeah, and what I love about the finance target is that it's actually one of the things that um, help us deal with our impulse, right? There are are different impulses. Besides finances, there's eating, there's your time. You know, how you you spend your resources is the point. Mm. And so when you can... When you can moderate the things that flow out of you with with strength with mm. awareness when you could defy yourself enough to deal with your impulses yes that's like right. you're a, you're in a good space you know yeah. and that's what finances allow us okay. to do but you're right I think we have to be able to define success and again we can't have everything yeah you know uh, simply because not everything's successful for everyone
1: yes. And you success know, is not success look the is same different for everyone. For
0: each individual person, and we have, you to, have to release dig ourselves
1: in. from trying to make success look the same for all of correct, us, because that's correct. also the other thing yeah. that's a trap. And you have to dig in, it.
0: and you have to explore um, what that means for you, what that means for your context, for your family, for your world, um, and that includes having key conversations with key people. Yeah. It includes spending time in prayer and spending time in the Word, and, and like digging in, like what. What does that mean for my life? Yeah. Um it, it takes work. It takes yeah. work. And I think you we will eventually arrive in a place where we're able to say, you know what, I I can't have everything and yeah. I don't want everything. Yeah. You know, I want yeah. this piece of of life, of expression yes. of this piece of what is for me. Yeah. And I will die yeah. an absolutely happy person.
1: Absolutely. Because if you were to ask me the question, mm-hmm. Right. Almost sort of like addressing the whole, I'm not completely addressing the finance thing, but like just another way of stating, like for example, what success right. is for me. I'm like, I would happily live in this current home, mm-hmm. you know, of, of course there's better neighborhoods, blah, blah, blah. I would happily live in this current home, provided that my marriage lasts until the day I die. Right. Provided that my kids can grow up to be men that yeah. fear God. And men, you know what I mean? Like right. men of sustenance. right, right. right. Like for me, like you can you it's like you, you don't I don't I don't want your million dollars mm-hmm. if it means that I can keep these things and I can just remain average I'm absolutely hundred percent happy to do that there you go because for me these things are way more important yeah than like the money than the mm-hmm. but that that's that's for me and as I say I'm not you know saying that. Like money is not necessary. It is necessary. But it's like if I were to define the questions, you know, differently for, you, for myself. For you. To right. say, well, you know, how else would you put it? How else would you define success? Right. And I will say I'll be willing to lose everything else mm. if I could be healthy, have a healthy marriage, and have healthy kids. Correct. Like I'm a happy woman. Yeah. I mean, for me as a Bugatti, obviously. <laughs> and
0: <laughs> I would need at least three of these houses. <laughs> I'm playing. Uh, <laughs> Uh, obviously yeah <laughs> no nah, girl i i'm with you i think yeah. i think those yeah those things are carved out for us and those are things that we're moving towards i want i want kids that are not insane yes i want men who can leave their own home yeah you know um uh and in a marriage that that goes beyond right understanding of what it is to have a best friend enjoy and joy yes. and you know i mean so those things crucial yeah uh, and, and and i would give up everything for that as well yeah
1: yeah yeah so, so yes. mm-hmm. go ahead so
0: i was i'm gonna bring it to an end yeah. uh again we're grateful to you guys and we hope that just our time here and our discussions um are helpful yeah are helpful and beneficial so. mm-hmm. um to your own journeys
1: yeah yeah and again this is not in any way to you know to become like a self-condemnation to right. anyone right yeah, yeah. so our heart is You know, so we so how we envision the podcast to go is that because we talk a lot right between us, so we envision the podcast to be a thing where you know there's a fly on the wall Mm -hmm. that's then listening in on our conversations, right? So this is not us talking as gurus and stuff, this is us just sharing from our own conversations and our own journey our own side of God, the things that he's teaching us and it's a continuing journey. Yes. Right. Because even like the measure of success and the measure of the requirements are constantly shifting. Mm -hmm. So it's like as a mother, as a parent, I see that, okay, this is what I need to do now. But then my kids are changing and then all of a sudden I realize that, wait, what I I used to do is no longer enough. Mm -hmm. Now I have to change and adapt because now i need to become a different person mm-hmm. to meet the need you know yeah. at this time yeah um you know so it's we we like we learning together yes you know we journeying together right. and, and we st- definitely appreciate you coming alongside the journey with us and the challenge is to becoming mindful yeah. becoming deliberate inquiring mm-hmm. of god because we certainly do not know everything correct so it's like let's rid ourselves of the self deception you know, that can really rob us of so much Mm -hmm. and just say, you know what, let's take a pause. Let me take stock of my life and see exactly where I'm going. And if I'm going there mindfully or if I'm just sort of being pushed by the crowd, Mm -hmm. you know, because there is a momentum, you know, there's stuff that's happening, there's histories that sometimes just sort of like push you along a certain path. But if you take a moment, you realize that, wait, why am I here? Uh, Oh, wait, no, actually, I don't want to be here but I'm here because of expectations. Correct. And so this is like having this kind of conversation with yourself, with your spouse, you know, can hopefully also allow you to say, well, what are you going to do? What am I going to do to make sure that our lives can be balanced and our lives can be what they need to be mm-hmm. to make sure we can attain, you know, the healthy marriages, the healthy families, and, and whatever else that God, you know, has called each each, each each one of us for. Right. Correct.
0: All right. Well, appreciate you guys uh uh have a have a good one yes yeah all right